You are listening to Any Given Sunday for Sunday, February 3rd, 2019. I'm your host, Manny Brown. What's good, everybody? Uh, <laughs> I usually say hopefully everybody had a good, happy week, Sunday or whatever. But uh, if you guys had to watch that fucking store fest, then uh, I'm assuming, I'm assuming, unless you're a Patriots fan, that you didn't have a good day. So uh, I am joined by uh, my boy, my brother, needs no introduction, Mr. Justin Tribal. What's going on, man? Hey, what's good, bro? How you doing? Oh, I mean, I know, I know how you're doing. We was talking the whole time throughout. The right, game, right, right, right. Wow, goddamn. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm doing about as good as any other Patriot haters doing right now. Disgusting. Bro, put it like this. Put it like this. My girl and her best, one of her best friends, came over to the house today. Yeah, and they were bored. Put it like that, Bruh, Like I, I literally dozed off like right before nigga, halftime. Nigga, I would rather sit through stats class again than watch that again. Dog, I'd, I'd watch Fifty Shades, all three of them, all three of them in a loop <laughs> before I watch that fucking game again, bro. Like that's like real shit. Like I'd watch I would, Twilight. I would, I'd watch I'd rather, Twilight. I'd rather watch motherfucking um, No Country for Old Men than watch that movie. Okay, now you bugging now because Old Country for Old, old Men is a tra- is a is, is a classic. Oh, that movie sucks, bro. Man, you we're, listen. We're not even doing movies right now. All right, that that's another discussion for another day. <laughs> you know what I mean, but uh, but uh, I mean, yeah. it ain't like we got much else to argue about. <laughs> oh my! I mean, where do we start with this game? Like, where? Oh my! I, I'll, I'll you know what? I'll start. I don't want to hear anything else about Sean McVay. I'm done. Nah, all right? No, no, no. I, I, no, no, no. That, that's, that's over. All right. The boy genius, boy wonder. Uh, oh, the offensive innovator. I mean, the guy that if you've had a fucking cup of tea with or, or the, the guy that you shared saliva with one time in your life, you automatically get a coaching hire or a coaching interview. I'm done with that. All right. Bro, they made he this co- nigga out to be fucking Rain Man. Dog. This man got his ass hit. Now, granted, it's Belichick. I get it. But what the fuck kind of an offensive performance was that? I mean, they made, they made the that's the worst. Game. That's the worst offensive performance I've ever seen in a championship like, championship across sports, bro. Yes. Like I yes. can't, I can't think of another more pathetic. Like I, I can't think of anything. Like if anybody can remind me the last time an offense shit the bed that bad in a, a meaningful playoff game, not even a title game, a meaningful playoff game. Like when's the last time that you've seen something so bad, honestly, not to pick on you, but I honestly haven't seen an offensive performance that bad since the uh, Pistons got the Lakers the fuck out of here. And they had Kobe fucking throwing up bricks all goddamn night. But yeah, probably. But probably. That, Cause that was bad. That was like, very bad. But like, seriously though, bro. Oh, oh you know what? You know what? Um, the last time that this happened the Broncos, in the Super Bowl, the Broncos. Uh, Broncos were bad. And, um, I was going to say not even to toot my own team's horn, but the Raiders in the Super Bowl against the Bucks look like shit too. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, it's happened before in the Super it's Bowl. Ha- so I don't but bro, to, that, I don't when's the last time that that is... has happened? Honestly, other than the two examples that we gave. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while, man. And it's really, and really the Broncos, like I'm going to even let the Broncos off the hook because that Legion of Boom defense was that's we, yeah. That's what makes it. We, that's what makes it, it worse. It that's what makes five, it like. That's what makes it worse. You think so? No, honestly, that's what makes it worse because they faced a defense that, let's be honest, the Patriots' defense is not great. Oh yeah. Oh no, no, no. I thought you were talking about the Broncos. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. no, no. I'm yeah, talking yeah. about the Patriots. Yeah. The Patriots' exactly. defense is not that great. It's a no, it's a it's solid not. defense. Their front, it's an their okay front, defense. Their front four is good. Their linebackers are solid, and the secondary has been questionable for the better part of the last. Five years. Listen, their defense is a solid defense. They're a it's solid. It's Ben don't breathe. But, but that this performance. I mean, they made the Patriots defense like to be the the the, the George Hallis Bears and shit. Like the Nigga, monsters you, of the Midway. Blink, the monsters of New England. Twice, if I would have blinked twice, I would have thought I saw Richard Seymour and fucking Ty Law out there, bruh. Oh my God, Willie McGinnis. I guess was was back from <laughs> Hell the yeah. yeah. Hell you know. yeah. Oh, Ty Love, Ty Mike Vrabel, Mike Vrabel and shit. Like, <laughs> no, you're fucking Teddy, Teddy Bruschi, Teddy Bruschi out there. Like, I mean, that, even those defenses didn't have a performance like this. Yeah. I mean, this was ridiculous. But I mean, look, we we could say whatever we want to say about the Patriots. I mean, the Patriots are the Patriots. They do. I mean, they they they, they, they point, do what they like, do. If you get mad at what the Patriots do at this point, like you're just you're not a fan of football because yeah. consistently, time over time, like. 
you can be mad that they're winning. You can be mad about the allegedly cheating, like you and I were talking about earlier today. Like you can be mad about that, but at the at the same time, if you're a fan of football, you gotta respect how like these niggas just come up and do what they gotta do. Like if they gotta run the ball, like they showed in the playoffs, they'll fucking run the ball. If they gotta dink and dunk to get plays off, they'll do that. If they gotta make put like uh. If they gotta throw it deep, like they can do that if time if necessary. If they gotta have a defensive game, they gotta do it. But if they gotta win the game on special teams, they know how to do it. Like these motherfuckers are just a fucking well-oiled machine, bro. And like there ain't shit you can do about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I listen as a Jet fan. Um, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I'm just. I'm done fighting. I'm you done. Can't. You I'm can't. Done. Bro. Just, there's nothing else to say. There's nothing else to say. Like, I know Tom Brady didn't even have his greatest performance today. Tom yep. Brady actually had a shitty game. He looked like but, shit. But Julian Edelman, again, mm-hmm. I, it, it, has there ever been a more underappreciated, undervalued, underrated, uh, just, I don't know what other adjectives to throw in there, wide receiver, player, uh, just, I mean, the guy has the second most catches in, in yeah, I think he has the second playoff, most catches. Playoff history. In, in, exactly, in playoff history. I, I mean, it's I just, Jerry, it's, Jerry Rice, dog. Who now he's that? had... Now he's had a hell of a lot of appearances and a lot of a hell of a lot of uh, opportunities. But hey, bro, you gotta that. Be, but I mean, yeah, you gotta be there to rack up the stuff. Exactly, Jerry Rice got there. You gotta perform. Yeah, you gotta be there and you gotta perform. But but you know what? I don't want to talk about the Patriots. The Patriots are the Patriots. Yes, six yeah. championships. Belichick, Brady, the goats. I, I don't. Look, I don't. I, I, hold on, before we before we jump off that because it's about to get real spicy. Because I know where be, both of us are gonna head after this. But just to keep on Julian Edelman for a second, like. Dude started off as like a special teams player, uh-huh. and the he, yo, do you remember when this nigga they had this nigga filling in at corner? Yeah, I remember that. Like he's so underappreciated as an athlete. Like I get the joke about like the white wide receiver and shit like that, but like I said a couple years ago, I think maybe even you and I were having the discussion about like one day you and I were talking. Matter of fact, we were talking about this when you came out to Boston, and I was like, bro, like is Julian Edelman elite? And you and I both pause for a second, and then you like you really think about it, and you're like, "Yo, this nigga is always open. Like he just gets open, bro. Like it, it's 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 admirable as fuck, dog. Like I, I yeah, don't, I, I, I don't I, know dog. how he does it. But you ask me right now. You ask me right now. Now, obviously, if you're a GM, you're you're gonna take Odell Beckham Jr. You're gonna take Antonio Brown. You're gonna take Julio Jones. You're gonna take. I mean, obviously, the list of receivers goes and infinitely. But in a big game right now, you tell me right now in a big game, a game for your life, who do you want? You want Julian Edelman or you want Odell? You want Julian Edelman or you want Antonio Brown? You want Julian Edelman or you want uh, DeAndre Hopkins? You want Julian Edelman or you want uh, you know Mike Brandon Evans. Crooks you, or Mike Evans? <laughs> oh, well, you want Mike Evans, but no, but 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 honestly, like in a big game, right no, now, a game to save your life. Ho ho ho! Time out, real quick. Um, there are times where niggas is throwing the ball down the field to Mike Evans, and I'm like, hey, is this motherfucker going to catch this shit? Mike Evans is the, uh, hey, I'll make this really, really fucking difficult catch, but drop the easy one. Drop like, the that's easy what, pass. That's yeah. what pisses me yeah. off about Mike Evans. But anyway, other than that, but no, bro, like, if it's third and, I don't know, let's say it's third and 12, and we're on the 30, 40-yard line, and, like, we got a knock on the door, we need to convert this drive, it's fucking crunch time, third mm-hmm. quarter, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Bro. If I got a clean pocket and I can step into my throw, I'm throwing it to Edelman. The Nick, bro, he's yeah. never not open, dog. Like the dog just, the dude just, the he's dude is smart, just, dog. Like just, he's, he's so smart. Yeah, he's he, the guy is just. Hey, he can play on my team any day, bro. Yeah, he, can, he yeah, can, he can legitimately play on my team any day of his, the week, bro. His combination of of like football IQ, like he knows mm-hmm. where the defense is, but like not even to sell him short because, you know, that's the whole like white wide receiver thing. Like, Oh, he's a hard worker, you know, coach in the locker room, blah, 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 blah. But right. He has elite, like short area quickness and he can change his hips, like to change his routes because we know the, the, the Pats run a lot of wide receiver option routes. So, he can decide, like, you got to be smart enough to decide, like, hey, am I going to run this in? Am I going to run a fly? Am I going to run a corner route? But he can mm-hmm. disguise that and change his route to run whichever route on the tree to get open in space, in a zone, against man. And he can beat his man because he's got quick feet in short spaces. Like, he's not the fastest guy, but 
in a short space, this man could probably juke somebody in a fucking phone booth. He could. He could. And listen, you know. it sounds like, and it sounds like we're Patriot, we're Patriots fanboys. I hate the fucking pay. You guys know this. I hate the Patriots. Yeah. But I mean, it's I, at some point I you just gotta give. I you gotta give the devil its due. You you gotta you gotta give as devil fans devil. as fans of the sport, as fans of the sport. At some point, you have to let your personal agenda go away. You know what I mean? If if yeah. you truly appreciate the sport of football, and if you truly appreciate it as an art form or whatever, like. At some point, you got to be like, all right, bro, I got to take my, you know, whatever. Like, bro, you know how bad it hurt me a couple years ago to watch the fucking Falcons do work and then ultimately <laughs> lose. So I was happy as fuck because fuck the Falcons. But oh, man. Julio made that huge third down catch on the sidelines. And I was like, God damn. Like, they're about to win. They're going to win. And I was like, bro, like, how am I going to deal with this? But I appreciate it in the moment because it's a good football play. And I feel like, you got to appreciate good football. Like you ain't got to like the shit. There's a difference between liking something and appreciating something. You know what I mean? And yeah, absolutely. You, absolutely. you have to appreciate what they're fucking able to do, bro. Like shouts to their offensive line though. They kept, they kept Tom fucking upright all night. Yeah. The offensive line has quietly been, well, I don't know about quietly now, but um, the offensive line has been the story of this postseason for the Patriots. I mean, yeah, the way they, that they've played, the way that they've kept Brady upright, um, mm-hmm. it's just been, it's been, it's been a story to marvel at. I mean, the running game has and, been something, you know, obviously oh yeah, his, yeah, yeah. his performances alone have been great. Sony Michelle has been so Sony good Michelle, when he, yeah. when he fell to the Pats and they, they scooped him and I was like, well, here that's goes. A, that's a hell of a pickup for them. Cause I loved him in college. I love. Yeah, oh yeah. Michelle yeah. Yeah. I, I wanted him on my team so bad, bro. Yeah. The dude is nice, man. The dude is <laughs> nice. And, and then shout out to my boy, Rex, Rex Burkhead, fellow Cornhusker. I love him. Yeah, uh, Rex, you know. Rex does work when he needs to, bro. Like he don't complain he about does. what he's doing he on the team. And Bill, Bill tells him, Joshua Daniels and Bill are like, "Hey, man, like we need you to get these tough, you know, four yards or whatever." And he goes in there and he does his job. Like he's, he's like a poor man's Mike Allstott. Like, yeah, <laughs> he, just, he just goes in there. Yeah. And gets, he he gets just he does he does he does the dirty work. You know, he does the you know short yardage guy. Um, you know the guy that I was surprised that it that didn't get a lot of burn tonight, that we didn't hear his name a lot, and I think that game they over game plan for him was James White. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, about, James- uh people people are down the street setting off fireworks. This is the the uh, uh hot okay. break the uh, hot the hot breaking news that you get on on uh, any given Sunday. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're you're, you're, well, you're in you're in Pat's country, so I, I, I was am, I would assume am. fireworks would be going off. You know, I'm gonna go check on my dog real quick. Yeah, Sully. Sully might. Sully might be a little upset right now. He's he's doing okay. Well, Sully, we feel you, man. We sell you. But I mean, but listen, we can we can yeah. we can throw we can throw bouquets at the Patriots yeah, all we, night long. They've gotten enough, I think. I think we spent uh, more time yeah. than we should have talking about the past. The right. the, the, the real where, story where, of this game. Do, hold, on, hold on, before we go, hold on. where where do we put this? Uh, where do we shift our focus of blame? Do we blame it? Do we go throw it on uh, McVeigh? Or do we let's I feel like we should talk about Jared Goff. Cause this well, nigga got christened. Go ahead. Very, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Very, he got I feel like he got christened very early. And the thing about it is that anytime Jared Goff hears footsteps, he turns into David Carr. Yeah. And everybody glossed over it. All Listen, year I, long, dog. I, I feel, I feel, I feel horrible, right? Because last week, I don't know if you listened to the show, or no, not last week, but two weeks ago, I, uh, I, you know, went on there and I basically paid respect to Jared Goff. I said the guy played a hell of a game. He outplayed Drew Brees in that game. He did. No one say he what did. you want to say about Jared Goff. He outplayed. He, Drew he Brees. started he off had, and He, he came had. Back. Yep. He had some amazing throws in that fourth quarter. Really made some big time plays. Jerry Goff showed me a lot in that game, especially on the road, in that environment. Jerry hard, Goff showed me a lot. Showed me a lot. And I said, you know what? Jerry Goff might be in the conversation now. He might be, he might be ready to take that step. Tonight was not a good look. Uh, tonight he completely undid every bit of, of accolades that I threw at his way. You know, like, listen, I, I don't even know who to blame. I, I guess I'll start with me. I'll start with McVay first. This is a guy that, since he's become a coach, and I think he's a very good coach. Don't don't get it twisted. He's a very good coach. But let's be honest. This is a guy that has been anointed, you know, the the, the Messiah. 
the mm-hmm. next one, the next goat, the next up, the guy that is going to be the, 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 again, the future of the NFL, the guy that, again, I said it at the beginning, that anybody that basically shares a drink with him is going to get a coaching hire. <laughs> I mean, any, I mean, if you shared a fucking bathroom stall in eighth grade with Sean McVay, you're going to get a fucking interview for an NFL coaching job. So the idea now that this guy's been thrown out there as the Messiah, as the next great coach, and that uh-huh. this is the offensive performance that you drum up against a mediocre defense, this is the offensive perf- – I mean, three goddamn points? Three. Three, points. three. three. And the offense was just terrible. On The offensive line was a joke. Oh, I mean, the bro, offensive that's line what was, was just – That's when we were talking about, like, who to put the blame on. Honestly, like all, like it's fun. It's to a, collect, it's a collective brain. It's a collective brain. It's collective, but the offensive it's, line did not give Jared Goff any fucking nothing. favors. And no time. No time, time. And to be fair, the times that he did have, let's go with adequate protection. The times that he did have, he threw a couple of dimes. Brandon, oh, before I forget, Brandon Cook should have caught that touchdown. I'm sorry. Yes, he should have. He should have. He should have. Thousand percent. He should have caught that. A big time wide receiver catches that. Anybody catches that. Julian Edelman catches that. Julian Edelman catches that. I was about to say the same thing, bro. Same thing, bro. Doug, because, and it's going to sound fucked up, but Brandon Cooks has been popped so many times that I'm wondering if this nigga heard, like, he started like hearing the fucking gunshots and shit. Like that he, this nigga heard the helicopters. Yo, <laughs> you know, like uh, all, all jokes aside, PTSD is not funny. I'm sorry. Like both of no, us, are we're not we making, understand. we're not, we're not, we're not making, we're not making light of PTSD. Not, but, not making light of that at but, all. I, but be, I will, be that I, as it may. I will make fun of a football player's brains for being mashed potatoes, though. So I'm sorry. You can let's not make fun of PTSD because it's close to home. Let's make fun of CT. CT. Yeah, CT. Yeah, yeah. Brandon Cooks has his brain at this stage has to be the same consistency as like mashed potatoes (laughs) or fucking. I don't even. Oh my god, bro! Every year, how does he get popped? Like, remember last year he got laid out in the Super Bowl. Yes, he did. Same, same shit, bro. This, this man's got. Bro, fucking... I, I, I think the blame goes to the entire Rams organization, bro. I mean, it's a collective blame. I mean, the offensive line was fucking <laughs> the terrible. defense. The defense did what they had to do, though. The, defense, no, 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 the, defense, the defense stepped up. Hey, until until and I, I think the interception was the backbreaker. I think the yeah, inter- that, at the, inter- the game was over well, after only, the interception. There's only so long you can hold on, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's like, only so long. There's only so long. I don't put this on the defense. The defense, yeah, the defense folded late there, but you know what? Hey, one that touchdown, defense, bro. That one defense, touchdown. that defense, that defense deserved better. Mm-hmm. Aaron Donald deserved better, and Dominican Sue deserved better. Marcus Peters, who had a quietly a great game, Breaking, deserved great better. Game. Deserved better. That low defense key, deserved better. And that Dante, offense, Dante Fowler had a good game too. Yeah, Dante Fowler had a good game. I mean, that defense, hey, that defense showed up. The they defense did what they were supposed to do, and they it's were the they were the weak they were the weak link the weak link coming into this. Yeah, and a lot of Wait. in a lot of respects, yeah. Wade Phillips yeah. coached these guys up. Yeah, they, hey, they had it. They the defense. If anybody says that the defense didn't show up or the defense didn't play well, or and, and nobody's going to throw blame on the defense. The defense uh, did what yeah. they were supposed to do. Awesome. The offense. Jared Goff. He's got to be better. I'm sorry. I'm tired of hearing. You know what? But but I don't put this on Jared Goff because I don't think anybody really thinks Jared Goff is at that level. If anything, I think tonight kind of kind of doubled down on people's opinions on Jared Goff. I think that I think that's. But Sean McVay took a hit here. You know, Sean McVay. The play calling was uh, so bad. I thought we could, we could, we could. You know my favorite line. You know my favorite line, and I borrowed this from Chris Baddell Russo. We could take, we could take Sean McVay out the Hall of Fame now. All right, take him out of the Hall of Fame. You know, if he was on the highway to to Canton, uh, he just hit a roadblock. All right, <laughs> because that shit, that performance today, that that coaching today it was, was just unacceptable. It was just terrible. It was bad. It was fucking horrible. He got. He, I mean, the play calling. The play call. I mean, did, I was like, I was like, and then at halftime, and then coming out of halftime, nothing changed. There was no adjustments. They still didn't double team Edelman until late. I didn't see a double team Edelman until like maybe the fourth quarter. I mean, it was just, it was just a, a terrible, terrible coach game by by, by McVay. The thing terrible. is, the thing is, is that like there was there was a couple instances where the play calls were good, right? But I feel like when your quarterback is struggling. Your quarterback is getting knocked on his ass. The Pats front four is literally getting in his face before he can yeah. take two steps back. Absolutely. Bro, throw a couple of screens. 
what so let me ask you this maybe i missed something like in in all of this like i know girly's knee up but i thought he was supposed to be healthy. oh no oh no don't oh, no, don't get me don't get me started on todd Gurley. don't get me started on todd Gurley. all right and 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 i'll say this I'm a huge Todd Gurley fan. Yeah, I love Todd Gurley. Gurley Hive over here. Like. I love Todd Gurley. But you know what? Todd Gurley's another motherfucker that needs to, needs to, you know, has to, if, if I was the owner of the Rams, uh, Todd, come in my office. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, have a seat right here. Come on. We're going to talk about that, uh, that performance. You know, I'm paying you, I'm paying you $14 million a year. Uh, Todd, come on. Mm-hmm. Come on, sit right here. Uh, what was that? What the, the fuck was that? The, th- the thing is, though, bro, like, and I don't want to hear about hurt. You know what? To the old adage, if you're injured, don't play. Don't play. And if you, yeah, exactly, the old adage, if you're injured, don't play. But this, if you play, you're not injured. This is my that, thing. That, this it. is my thing, though. Where where do we shift this? Like, I feel like the whole theme of this episode is like, where do we where do we shift this focus of of blame? I think it so, has to be on McVay. I think it has to be on McVay. Uh, because there's coach. plenty of times that the the cameras panned over to Gurley. He's got his helmet on. And he's standing there. It's McVay. It's McVay. It's gotta I, be. I, I put, it's gotta I put be. this on McVay. Yep. Because I put it on if, McVay. if 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 Todd is hurt, like there has to be a level of you intervening on behalf of your star player, your exactly. running back who takes the most hits, who's already had a history of knee injuries. So you either say your hey, best player right now, your, or at your, least your best offensive player. Your, your best, yeah, okay, because it's Aaron Donald, right? Right. Arguably, arguably the best back in the league, top three at worst. You have to right. intervene. You say, Ty, I know it's a Super Bowl. I know you want to play, but you're not you. So yeah. blah 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 blah. These are the steps mm-hmm. we need to take. We're going to put you on a pitch count or whatever. Right, right. Or if he's fucking healthy, run him out there. Run him out. But see, there. this is the th- but this is the thing. This is the thing because against the Cowboys, he actually had a pretty good game. He he, actually, he, looked he good. actually played well. He, looked he actually good played in well. The snap and then in the Saints game, eight. yeah, and yeah, exactly. So this is what I don't understand. This is like, is he hurt? That's why I'm like, I'm, I'm confused. Like, that's why I can't completely lay off Todd Gurley because it's again the old adage: if you're injured, don't play, and if you play, you're not injured. So I can't evaluate. Like, okay, so you played, so <laughs> and you look I'm good when you're out healthy. there. Exactly. So I'm assuming you're healthy or you're healthy enough. So again, I, I, I don't know. I, this has got to be on McVay. And look, Jared Goff, look, and I had a, I had a little bit of a debate with, uh, Anthony Servino, who was shout out to Anthony for joining me yesterday on the show. If you haven't listened or downloaded that podcast, it's up right now. Go check it out. We just, we previewed this game. We were both wrong on the score. I don't think anybody had 13 to, <laughs> nah, I don't think got, anybody had, I had like, I had like 30, uh, 30, 34 to 28. I had 27 to 23, I believe, or 27, 24, something like that. I thought this was uh, going to be an arena game. I didn't think it would be a high scoring game. I actually thought this was going to be, you know, more in the twenties, but, uh, yeah, I don't think anybody predicted this shit, but anyway, shout out to Anthony though. He joined me on the show yesterday. We had a debate because he's a Cowboys fan and he said right now out of that draft class, Dak Prescott is the best quarterback. Dak Prescott, Carson (laughs) Wentz or Jared Goss. And I and I immediately I said I don't know about that because I'm Carson, look- Carson Wentz, brado. Bro, right? what, has that, what has Dak Prescott done? Hey, he's won two division titles. Carson Wentz hasn't done that. I'm a Carson guy. I like. I, I said Carson Wentz immediately. So I'm with you. But then when I started, but after tonight, bro, golf isn't even in the conversation. Golf still got to the chip though, Bruh. You put that okay. I'm bro, telling that, you right now, that, oh, that could have oh, had a better game. In the, that could have had a better game tonight, bro. We, we, you and I both have let these jokes fly. Dak has had some stinkers. He's had some stinkers. He's had some stinkers. He's, he's had some stinkers, bro. He's had some stinkers, but Dak has never played this bad. Dak has never played this bad, bro. I seem to bro, remember. Bro, I, Dak, I was throwing the jokes because Dak had some terrible primetime games. Oh, he's had some. I, I, I gotta go again. back. I gotta go back. Archives because I remember saying that Dak is a uh, Native American Danny Werfel. I remember letting them jokes fly. <laughs> Dog, no, seriously though. I, 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 <laughs> no. Listen, I, listen. 
I well, agree you, with you. If you, Dak if, you has, if you take, I mean, I was gonna say you take away Zeke, let's look at Dak, but then you could do the same thing with Jared Goff, take away Todd. Yeah, Gale, you could do the same. You could do the same thing with with exactly, dog. I don't think I've ever seen Dak play this bad. Jared Goff just looked lost. He looked confused. He looked out. He looked like he just didn't know what. He looked like he got hit by a right hand and just didn't know what. He just looked unprepared. This the Rams is, as a whole, the offense as a whole, they just looked unprepared. This is, they looked. So this is the thing. Just, this is the thing. Remember when? When did Jared Goff start making this leap from like borderline bust to like? Hey, he's a great. Well, I never thought he was a board. I thought the bus thing was a little bit unfair. I'm, First of all, yeah, I mean Jeff the, the narrative, the narrative. I don't mean what you or I say. I mean the overall. Last argument. year, it was because, last. It was remember, last year. Remember, he got fucking benched for um, Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Well, I think it was. I think it was the start of the Sean McVay. I think it was the shot of Sean McVay. Last it, year. it was. It was Jeff Fisher. But this, this is what I'm saying. I say all that to say this. Remember when Sean McVay came in. Sean McVay is like, oh, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. I'm, you know, I'm Rain Man, whatever. So remember, the the caveat to Jared Goff's success has been McVay calling the play in Goff's headset early and telling him where he needs to go with the throw before yeah. the mic cuts off. Well, Goff you know what? Can't other... read a defense, dog. Like he that's can't, he can't read thing. defense, and that's why he can't I read defenses. Well, That's same thing with Dak. Dak struggles reading defenses yeah. and coverages. So and this, they're both kind of in the same plane. And this is what I said earlier. I don't want to hear nothing from these fucking old, traditionalist, 70-year-old fucking white guys about black quarterbacks with this fucking veiled racism that these guys aren't smart enough to read defense. Because Jared Goff just showed that he can't fucking tell the difference between zone and man coverage when there's a fucking blitz or whatever. He can't mm-hmm. disguise cover three, cover two. What are the nuances? Is there single under? Is there single over? Like, he can't tell the difference between these two, and it showed tonight. There's been times, well, even in the Saints game, when they couldn't get the call across. Because remember, in the first half of the Saints game, he looked bad. He was terrible, yeah. And it's yeah. the same thing. And they made the adjustment, which goes to your early, your your point earlier, that they didn't make any changes to the second half. Goff just was able to make the throws. But he didn't disguise any of these. He didn't change any of the coverages up front. He didn't throw a running back into chip. He didn't put a tight end to chip. He didn't throw. Hey, any I, I thought they should have gone. To, I thought they, I thought they should have gone to more hurry up. Yeah, absolutely. If change if the tempo up a little bit, change, change the tempo. If say the, do something. If their front four is getting in your ass, you wear them out. And the way that you wear them out is a run a hurry up, b throw a shitload of screens. And guess what? You got Todd Gurley who's. The only running back better than catching screens is running uh, and, and running after the catch in the NFL that's better than Todd Gurley at that is Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. Do it. Wear them down. Wear them down. Get these linebackers running downhill. Get them gas. Patrick Chung went out. You know they're hurting that safety. Get that going. Get the play action going. They could never establish a run to keep the safeties honest. And you give Bill Belichick two weeks to prepare against somebody that doesn't know how to read defenses? We know how this goes. Yeah. yeah, like no, I, I, Bill. Bill's out here playing fucking risk, and niggas is playing Monopoly. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, 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 and this is the other aspect where Todd Gurley hurt the Rams. So much of that offense is predicated, and and Romo said it, you know, on the telecast today. So this is nothing new. But so much of that offense is predicated on the play action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so having exactly. Gurley, having a healthy Gurley helps golf, and it just it just showed tonight. I mean, they weren't able to do that play, and their and their offense. And their offense, quite as kept, their offense is a little bit overrated. They don't have a big time wide receiver. I, I I don't love Brandon Crooks as much as other people do. I, you know, everybody tells me Brandon Crooks is a good wide receiver. He's okay. He's good, but I don't think he's a big time he's number not a one. Breaker. He's not a game breaker. He's not a number one receiver. He's not, now you don't always need that to win championships. I get that, but their receiving core is not that great. I mean, they got Reynolds, uh, Robert Woods. I mean, they don't. They're Brandon, tight Brandon end, Cooks. Way. Brandon Cooks is. A more glorified version of Lavernius Coles. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't. Like, that's that's not a hot same, take. He's the that's same. Not a hot take. He's the same type of receiver. He's small. He's quick. But like, I, I, I just don't love their receiver. I, 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 honestly, I've watched a lot of their games. Robert, Robert Woods is their best receiver. Robert Woods did work when he needed to tonight. I think I think Cooper Cup was their best receiver, honestly. Mm, but, true, true, yeah, true. Cooper uh, Cup is their I best think, receiver. I think Robert Woods is a little better, 
Uh, I, I don't love Robert Woods. I, I saw a lot of Robert Woods in in Buffalo. Now, granted, it's Buffalo. I get Buffalo. it, but still. No, but if you but look still. at if you look at Robert Woods' time in L.A., he's very unheralded because he doesn't make like the the flashy play. He runs good routes, gets open, can run after the catch. He does a little bit of everything. Um, but they have a lot of guys like that. That's the point, though. They don't have that one guy. And again, you don't need that to win. The Patriots have proven that. You know, the Seahawks proved that. They don't, the Seahawks didn't have a big-time wide receiver when they won. So so, so the whole idea that you need a, a game, and, and, and quite honestly, I mean, how many championships to Odell and Julio and, you know, you know, we, we laud those guys, and those guys don't have championships. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, again, so you don't always need a big-time wide receiver, but I just don't love the receiving core. I'm, I'm you know, outside of Brandon Crooks and he, even him, like, he's a solid number Cook, two, Cook, but I don't Cook think he's a big-time wide receiver. I don't think he's a big-time wide receiver. He's a speed guy. And you know he can take the top off. Uh, you know he he can take the top off of the defense. And their tight end, their tight end position is not that great either. Higby is okay, Everett's okay, but they're not big time tight ends. Nah, it, it, Goff doesn't really have a security blanket. Well, he did. It was Todd Gurley, but yeah, Todd Gurley wasn't secure. But you know what I mean? He doesn't have that that yeah. tight end, that guy that could just you know. You was talking about it on screens, you know. Yeah, I I don't love their receiving core, but yeah, the Rams have to t- the Rams are the story of this game. How bad they were. They were absolutely horrible. I mean, they just, they just, they looked unprepared. They looked, they looked like they were just too small for the moment. They looked like they just looked like they just weren't ready for prime time. They just, that's what it, you know, the offense. Yeah. The defense showed the, up. The, light, the lights was too bright that's for Jared the Goff. The defense showed up, but the lights were too bright for Jared Goff. The lights were definitely too bright for Sean McVay. And again, this is to, this is to ESPN, CBS, Phil Sims, Boomer Esiason. This is to, 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 you know, to, to, to everybody on Fox, the 14 niggas that they got on the Fox pregame show. Like, this is to all of y'all, everybody in the media that basically, you know, uh, um, Peter King, everybody that lauds platitudes, platitudes at Sean McVay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, take him out of the Hall of Fame now, today, tonight. All right. It's revoked. It's over. All right. Because that performance tonight was fucking horrible. Horrible. That was a atrocious performance. This man had two weeks to prepare. Two weeks. Bro, he had they, the same amount of time that Belichick had. They pun- the same amount of time. They punted nine times. Bro. Nine times. And this is supposed to be this great offense. Oh, the Rams offense. Oh, blah, 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 blah. I don't want to hear it. This offensive innovator, this genius. Nine punts. Some of those play calls. I'm like, what is he doing? What is this? Switch mm-hmm. it up. Do something. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about offensive innovator. I'm done. I'm done. Sean McVay's got a lot to prove now. Bro, Todd. Todd he got Gur- his ass handed to him. Todd Gurley had more yards in that commercial than he did in the game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm ranting now because I'm mad now. Now Not I'm just paid. thinking about this shit. Dude, now dude, I'm just fucking ranting. Now I'm ranting now. I'm just, you know. And Jared Goff, can you read a defense, please? Please. Read a defense. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, my God. What kind of a performance was that? The Rams, I, you know what? The Rams need a national apology. I, I better have a national apology by the, the L.A. Rams tomorrow because they put half of America to fucking sleep today. Bro. The Rams, are the, cure, the Rams are the cure to, to, to insomnia. The Rams. It was so bad, bro. Like, I, I don't know, like... Last time that I've like fallen asleep or came close to falling asleep during a football game, like not unless I was like absolutely hammered. Yeah, but like well, I could I couldn't even fall asleep because I had the kids running around and shit. But mm-hmm. even the kids was like, "Man, what is this? Put Paw Patrol on." Bro, but, we like, Nick, so- Nick loves football, bro. Nick loves football, and Nick after a while was just like, "Daddy." I don't want to watch this. Put Lion Guard on. Put put Paw Patrol on, nigga. Put 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 Mickey Mouse Clubhouse on. Like I don't even want to watch this no more. Bruh, I almost like so, you know, I'm a big rugby guy. Um USA rugby is like first or second in the world rankings. And they do tournaments and there was one in Sydney. And they played the final last night at like twelve thirty AM because of the time difference. And I didn't watch it. I know what the result was, but I didn't watch it to see how they played, whatever, whatever. 
And at one point, I was getting ready to turn my fire stick on and go to ESPN Plus and turn on the replay to watch how these motherfuckers played in the gold medal Mm -hmm. game. Because the shit was just so boring, bro. Like, no, I was on my, I was on my, I was on Twitter most of the time. Most of the, so was I. You, I was, you see me going off all day. Yeah, night. I see, I see you, I see you, dog. I was on Twitter most of the, like most yeah, of the game. I was, I was on, laughing. I was still laughing at Twenty One Savage memes all night, bro. Yeah, the the Twenty One Twenty One Savage low key was the star of this Sunday of Super Bowl Sunday. Twenty One Savage, that whole news I ain't story. Seen I ain't seen memes that funny and I don't in know while, how long, dog. In a while, dog. Them in a while. 21, so low key, 21 funny, Savage. Bro. 21 Savage is the star of Super Bowl Sunday. Never thought bro, I would say that. <laughs> I hope my man gets his shit figured out, dog. I hope so, man. That's uh, my nigga right there. Shout out to 21 Savage, bro. I was about to say, who's who's had a worse Sunday? 21 Savage or Jerry Goff? <laughs> shit, they, hey, I was reading something and they said the... Um, the, like immigration laws in the UK are like worse than here. Like if you don't have like yeah. a documented status, like you're well, apparently he got fucked. here like at 13 or something like that. I, was bro, I don't understand. Like I, I would imagine that he has been leaving the country, like leaving the United States and coming back. You need a passport for that. Right. Like, uh, yeah, I, well, I don't know. The whole story is kind of, I don't think it seems cause fishy. I haven't read it. It's, it's fishy. Because when I first found it, I thought it was fake. You remember I talked to you earlier and you, I thought it was yeah, fake. Yeah, but then I started researching it and I was like, oh, damn, this shit is actually legit. So at, th- at first I thought, like, okay, maybe he was a military brat or something. Or, right, right, you know, right, like right. he was, you know, you know, or whatever, something happened. He was born, like, he was born there and came here at like two or three or whatever. But apparently he got here like at 13 or something like that. I don't know how I mean, accurate he, that is. But yeah, um, he just overstayed his visa. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how to. Yeah. That, that's how bad somebody, this game was. We're actually somebody, breaking down. That's how bad this game was. We're actually breaking down Twenty One Savage. Like this is this is what we're doing. We're breaking down Twenty One Savage. Like, hey, like it ain't it ain't no secret though that um he he uh, broke out uh, a third verse to um a lot where he was talking about ice locking up kids and then they just come for him the next oh, day. Shit. Did he did he uh, snitch on himself? Oh shit! Stay woke. Damn nah, nigga, uh, stay woke. Nah, I bet, um, <laughs> Nah, nah, uh, Takashi probably snitched on him. That's why he oh, got out. Oh, shit, Takashi. Oh, <laughs> man. This is how bad this game was. We're talking about 21 Savage and Takashi. That's how bad. We should be talking about, man, did you see that play by Jerry Goff? Did you see that throw by Jerry Goff? Did you see that run by Todd Gurley? Oh, man, hey, did you see that comeback hey, by Brady? Speaking no. of which, speaking of which. No, that's can not you, what we're talking can about. You name, can you name a memorable play from that game other than the Gilmore interception? Uh, No. I mean, no, there not really. There, Honestly, there we no. go. There we no, go. No, no, no. I can't even analyze the game. That's how boring it. Because usually you find like little plays, trash. little situations. It was bad. It was a. Te- it was. It was probably one of the worst. I mean, the Ravens. The Ravens Giants game still to me is the the worst Super Bowl that I've ever watched in Ooh. my lifetime. That yeah, game was bad. That game was bad. Thirty five nothing. Was that thirty five to seven? Two, was that two thousand? Yeah, that was two, well two thousand one. That was a two thousand one yeah. Super Bowl, two thousand season. So yeah, that was bad. That was bad. I mean, they picked off Kerry Collins like four or five times and shit. That was like the worst fucking Super Bowl. But you know what? That was like but a defensive master. That was like a defensive masterpiece. Yeah, yeah. Com- yeah. Compared to like just this bullshit. Like I, I don't, I don't yeah, know man, though. Like yeah, shit was I don't just know, bad, bro. Like it was. I don't, it was bad. Um, let's see what else. What else? Oh, uh, commercial wise, what did you think? Oh, underwhelming. Underwhelming. I was like, I, that's another thing. I, t- I wrote on Twitter. I was like, I can't remember any of these commercials. None of the, there was nothing that, other than the um, other than the Anthony Lynn commercial. Yep. Yeah. The Anthony Lynn commercial stood out. That was Dog, an awesome my, commercial. Out my, al- my allergies start going. The, the 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 Anthony Lynn commercial was awesome. The NFL 100 commercial was dope. That was good. Outside of that, nothing. Um, no, like no brand commercials, like no Doritos commercials this year that stood out. No, like Aflac or or, or uh, no Doritos commercials. No Doritos nothing. commercials. Doritos nothing. 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 There was nothing. I mean, I, this is the weakest year of commercials I've seen in a long, long time, bro. Like, call, it was call just me, nothing. I can't even crazy. remember. Call me crazy, but I'm wondering if brands are are souring on the NFL. 
Uh, I don't think so. Not for the Super Bowl. Not for the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is still a moneymaker. As bad as this game was, as bad as this game was. You got to spend. But for a Super Bowl spot, you have to spend big money. Yeah, like, you do. But and, I still and I'm think, wondering. But it's, but it's a good return on your investment because you're still getting 100. I mean, even this game, as bad as this game was, this game is still going to have 110 million people watching. Like, yeah, it's still a return on investment, dog. Like, and honestly, guess, it actually helps. It actually helps when you have a bad Super Bowl to have fire ass commercials because that, you know, people are actually more focused on the commercials yeah. than usual because the game is so bad that you, you know, the, the, the commercial, you know, people are actually begging for the commercials to be good. Usually commercials are a nuisance or like something that you kind of pay attention in the back. The Super Bowl Sunday is the one time a year where everybody pays attention to the commercials. So it's a, it's a good return on investment. But yeah, I just think the material, I just, nothing that really, nothing that really stood out. You know, the Toy Story, the, the Toy Story 4 trailer stood out. The oh, fucking Endgame trailer. I'll uh, tell stood you, out. I'll tell you what stood out to me is, um, my guys had like a very, Small uh, ad going. I don't know if you peeped it, but uh, I didn't peep it. I know you. I know you going. I didn't peep it. I didn't see it. I probably so it dozed very, off. It's very short. It was off. very. It was very short. But uh, shout out to the brand. The brand's very strong. Um, yeah, decent. Decent Zamero. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. I, I saw on Twitter that they had a spot. Shout out to them. That's big. That's major. Um, that's but, major for the culture. I mean, for uh, me, for me, other than that, um, nothing. Nothing the, the 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 uh the commercial with the first responders. I was like, okay, and 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 I feel like, oh, you know what? Um, I was gonna go negative, but I'm gonna go positive instead because I'm trying to be a better, a more positive person here. Yeah, um, I feel you. Trying to be a Christian. I'm, try, I'm trying to be something, dog. Um, <laughs> um, did you pick the Washington Post commercial? Yeah, I saw that. I was that was weird. I I thought that they were going like very heavy handed with the first responder shit because I feel like even though the NFL and I'm going to pull this little negativity into it at first, but I get they've been they've been pushing this whole aspect of social justice, which I feel like the NFL I feel like the NFL did it begrudgingly. And okay, whatever they 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 do talk about it. Okay, it's a start. I'll, I'll I'll take a win when I can take a win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but they showed like all these commercials, like propping up first responders, mm-hmm. you know, police officers. Very heavy handed. Yeah. Very, I very heavy handed. I caught that. And I thought that's what the Washington Post commercial was. Yeah, the Washington Post shit threw me off. I was just like, um, what is this? Like, why? But at the end, this? at the end, it all came together. And I yeah. was like, you know what? This is cool because. We're at a point in time where there are people who support a certain individual holding a certain level of office in this certain country mm-hmm. that think that the press is not independent and they think that it's biased and they think that it's, it's for sale. And there's journalists that are literally putting their life on the line to provide the rest of the country with unbiased news to give us what's going on in the rest of the world. And I think that that shouldn't be um, understated how dangerous sometimes it can be when you're trying to get the, how, how dangerous the truth can be really, you know? Yeah. And, and I just thought that that's why that was such a powerful commercial. But other than that, bro, like other than the news, the marrow spot that I was happy about and you know, the, the movie trailers, movie trailers, and- even the movie trailers, bro. Like,
Yeah, Cardi. Cardi took the pussy money. Way to Cardi, get the bag. Uh, yeah, Cardi. Cardi working hard, man. I appreciate it. I respect it. Yeah. And uh, shout oh, out to Sully. Of, Sully, Sully speak- got the commercial with uh, Harrison Ford. Did you beat that? I didn't peep that, man. Dog, I didn't even honestly like. I start. I, I tuned out of the fucking commercials. I yeah, mean, it was it was funny. It was a funny Alexa commercial. But uh, if, for those of you who don't know, um, Sully's my dog. He's a Boston Terrier, and they had a Boston Terrier in the uh, Amazon commercial. So, dog. Uh, speaking of Cardi and musicians, uh, the, I guess we can't leave without talking about the halftime show. How bad was that <sighs> halftime show? Oh my god, Bruh, I, This is a public. This is this is directed at Travis Scott. Look, Travis Scott may never have listened to this show. He doesn't even know who I am. I'm a peon to Travis Scott. He don't know. Who but the if he, he but but he if he ever, even, but, he probably doesn't even know where I live on the map, dog. Exactly. He probably doesn't even listen to podcasts. But if some one of <laughs> one of one of the many people in his entourage that just so happens to listen to podcasts and happens to stumble on the, oh, any given Sunday, I like this logo. What is this about? And they play this episode. This is to you, Travis Scott. I fuck with you. Like, I like you, Travis Scott. I don't fuck with you like I fuck with, like, oh, or I fuck with J. Cole or Kendrick. But I like I like Travis Scott's music. It's it's good party, you know, riding in the whip music, all right? Travis, I never, ever in my life want to hear you without your auto-tune again, all right? Let's, <laughs> I don't want to hear him live. If it ain't in no, my no, Apple Music. Well, that's the thing, not, though, too. If it's not in my Apple Music or fucking Spotify, I don't want to hear it. Well, that's the thing, too, though. That's the thing, though. Cause I was just talking to somebody on my Snapchat, right? Um, somebody that I knew that went to the con- cause he was out here on Tuesday this past week. And, uh, somebody went to the show at the Tacoma Dome. And, uh, they was like, yo, I, so I just happened to uh, see the snaps or whatever. So I, I DM'd them and I was like, yo, I was the show. And he was like, yo, fucking trash. Like this shit was horrible. The nigga mm-hmm. came out at 10 o'clock. Show was over at 11. He did one hour, a one hour set. What? Um, yeah. And then half the time you couldn't understand what the fuck this nigga was saying cause he wasn't on Autotune. It was just fucking bad. So just, just mind you, thinking about that on Tuesday night or whatever, when I fucking DM this nigga, and then flash forward to Sunday and that fucking performance on on the halftime show, like bruh, again, Travis, I fuck with you, I fuck with you heavy. Astro World is one of the best albums of 2018 mm-hmm. in the top five. Mm-hmm. Dog, dog, never again, never again without the auto never again. And then Maroon Five, like. Oh boy! Yeah. And listen, listen. Let me. And I actually like Maroon Five. Songs about Jane I don't, is I don't, one I don't of my wanna... favorite albums to ever be an album. Like no lie, <sighs> probably in my top five. However, listen, bro. Adam sound like shit. Yeah, he did. It, it, it sounded. It sounded it bad, I think. I think they realized the negative backlash that they were going to get from that performance and leading up to it. That I think they just kind of phoned it in. I think mm-hmm. they just was like, you know what? Let me just. We already got this bag. Let's just kind of. Let's just kind of give them a quick little we'll play the whatever. Hits. And how yeah, and how pathetic? Get... How pathetic was that big boy cameo? Yeah, I don't want to see. Uh, yo, dog. Another thing. Here's another PSA. I fuck with big boy. Mm-hmm. Um, his album was dope. Another he's dope album. Le- from he's last a year. legend, dog. A legend, a legend. But at this point, I don't want to see Big Boy without Andre. Nope. So if we not getting an Outcast reunion, like that shit, like if we would have got an Outcast reunion at the Super, that's the only thing that would have saved that damn halftime show. If my nigga Andre would have came out, like it would have been a whole. Nigga, different- can you imagine if the lights were out, completely blacked out, then you heard the countdown? And yeah. then nigga bombs with Baghdad start playing and Dre just comes running out with his verse. Exactly. When the lights just came on. Like Rosa Parks, an old a older Rosa, an old to fucking on, uh old to fucking can uh to to my nigga uh to my nigga cat. Like, yo, it, it would have been dope. It would have been dope, but that didn't happen, so yeah, I didn't It didn't. It was bad. And I fucked with and I, and I and I was like, I fuck- Oh shit, he brought Sleepy Brown out. Like he must have yeah, got this sleep- nigga off. A got, Sleepy got- Brown sighting. <laughs> He must have called oh. uh, Sleepy Brown's manager at Home Depot and got him off tonight. Damn. I ain't like, seen Sleepy Brown since like 03, 04, son. I'm telling you, the nigga been working Legit. at Home Depot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, he still, hey, I, you laughing, but he still got them residuals. He still get them residuals. Nah, I fuck, I fuck with Sleepy Brown. Like, I was, I was happy to see him. I was like, cool. Nah, I think that was the one highlight of the show, but dog, I, it was very phoned in. And I actually like all three artists. Like, I like Big Boy. I like Maroon 5. Yes, I like Maroon 5. And yes, yeah, I like I Travis Scott. And, and yeah, but it just seemed very phoned in. And then I know that this might be a false equivalency to some folks, but I saw this on Twitter and I figured I'd run with it. It's Let's just keep the same energy 
when Adam Levine takes his shirt off, that when Jan we Jackson. had when 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 Janet Jackson took because Janet yeah, Jackson's career was fucked up after mm-hmm. a nip slip. After a nip slip. Somehow Justin Timberlake survived that, but Janet Jackson got railroaded. Yeah. And now a, Adam Levine and then Adam a, Levine is, is out on TV. He's a white man. Ain't nobody in this world more Teflon than a I white man. You. I feel you. I feel you. Especially that, especially one that culturally appropriates and can sing. But yeah. be that as it may, <laughs> be that as it may, be that as it may. Um, let's keep that same energy. Adam Levine was out here shirtless, 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 shirtless dog. Nipples all out and shit. Mm-hmm. California tattoo on the belly, mm-hmm. like all that. Like my nigga was shirtless. Let's keep he, that same. Energy. He he looked like he did a bit of like ten years and was just like hitting the yard every day. Yeah, yeah. Of course, like, people are gonna say that default equivalency. He's a guy, and she's a woman. And, da, 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 da. No, and oh, shit, oh, dog. that was a different time, nope. two thousand four. Nope. Like, nah. Keep the no, same because energy. people were acting like when the, the Jan- when the Janet Nip slip happened, people were acting like a baby just got sacrificed on fucking live TV. I don't want to hear the bullshit. Yeah, 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 man. Uh, there's that's, nothing else to really talk about. That's how bad the Super Bowl. We're fucking harping on a halftime show. Yeah, I know the halftime show, the commercials. I feel like we could do a more po- we could do a better podcast on that than just this fucking game. Bro, we could have uh, been on fucking live stream the whole time making commentary about shit. And it would have been. Better. Well, I, you know what? Next year, thank you for reminding. Next year, we're gonna do that shit. We're gonna live. Yeah, might, might as well. Yeah, we're gonna we live. Pro- I, I'm, I'm hoping that next year we don't. I'm hoping how, that next year we don't get as bad of a game as this one. But you know. Yeah, I mean, we'll just have to see how more. Pro- I get drunk through the four quarters, and that'll be I, more entertaining. I stopped watching after after the you know I didn't even see the trophy presentation. Did Edelman get the MVP? Uh, I saw Schefter. <laughs> Schefter tweeted that shit. I was like, I was texting you, and then we were like cleaning up a little bit, and I was oh, like, okay. I was like, oh, uh, Edelman got the MVP. Cool, good for him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Edelman did work, but Gil- I hope Gilmore got some consideration because he's playing with that. Yeah, Gilmore. That was that was the biggest fight of the game, man. Huh? He's gonna that, be that a free agent too, I think. That, so. that, Good for him. I hope that, he get, I hope he gets paid. That was the biggest fight of the game, and then second probably was the the drop catch by Brandon Crooks. You got to make that catch. Oh, it was man. difficult. It was difficult. It was difficult. It was a tough catch, and gotta he did get laid catch, out bro. there. But you, and he got hit. It went through, it went through his hands. It went through his hands. You got to, you got to, you got to make that catch, man. That that completely changes that game if he makes that catch. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That puts all the pressure back on Tom. And if there's anybody that can uh-huh. handle it, it's Tom. But uh-huh. yeah. put the pressure on him. And so, like we said earlier, uh, Tom didn't have a good game. So no, he didn't play well, but he's allowed that. I mean, he's yeah, fucking Tom. I mean, he's allowed that. But you know, but Tom. But I'll get him this before we before we do it before we wrap it up. Like Tom <laughs> made the third down throws when he needed to make the third when down he throws. And when at he the end of the day, that. yeah, that, at the end of the day. <laughs> That's all and that Gronk and low key Gronk had a good game too. That throw to Gronk was beautiful. Yes. That was a beautiful throw. Great catch and, by Gronk. You think Gronk, Gronk is? I think, I think Gronk might. Gronk is going to retire. Gronk's going to hang. Uh, consider hanging. And let's and let, hey, and I'm gonna put this out there. Gronk is in the discussion as the greatest tight end that has ever played football. He's in the discussion. Yeah, I think so. He's in the discussion. He's in the discussion. He hasn't done it long enough as Shannon or as Tony, but he's in the discussion. He's got yeah, to be. Gronk is fucking great, man. If your Gronk discussion doesn't great. involve Gronk, Shannon, or Tony Gonzalez, yeah. you're wrong. Like, yeah. simple as that. Like, can't can't forget my nigga Winslow. Yeah, we're working. Okay. Can't forget C. Can't forget C. Don't get me started on fucking Junior. But, <laughs> no, but, uh, push off in the end zone. Yeah, that guy. Mr. Soldier. I'm a soldier. I'm a soldier. But, yeah. But, uh... Nah, um, Dog, yeah, I was gonna. Uh, I had a. I had a. I had a point, and I completely forgot about it. I completely lost my train of thought. Dog. I, oh, this is what I was gonna say. Has there ever been a seven to three or a ten to three or um, a one possession game that really felt like a tw- like a twenty one point game? Has there ever been a game like that that has just felt like that? Like this was a ten to three game, and it honestly felt like it was. It was uh, you know twenty one to six. Or twenty one or, or thirty to nothing. Usually, like a seven to three game or a ten to three game is like very tightly contested. Exactly, there's some drama behind it. Like, bro, like my like Michelle was giving me a hard time. Like, she's like, "Who are you rooting for here?" She's obviously a Pats fan, but I'm like, I'll, I'm just really rooting for somebody to fucking make a play. I'll, I'll, like, forgive, I'll forgive Michelle for that. I'll forgive. Her. I'll forgive her for that. I'm sure. I'm sure she really appreciates forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> but I was nah, just man. like, I was like, can somebody fucking make a play? Like, can we have something oh, here? Like, 
I, I need to see something stimulating or I'm going to fall asleep. And that's terrible. This is in the, 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 the ambient bowl. That's the ambient bowl. That's what we're going to call it. The ambient bowl. Yeah. That's, uh, that's what we're definitely going to call it. The ambient bowl. All right, man. But a win, a win, but at the end of the day, like Michelle is saying, she said slow and steady wins the race. And a win is a win is a win, I guess. But oh, God. Uh, that's Patriot. That's a Patriot fan logic right there. I mean, I'll be saying the same thing if it was my team. Yeah. Hey, to the to the victor goes the spoils, man. So yeah, it is a what it is, man. A, dub, a wise man said a dub is a dub. Whatever, however you get it, it's, it's all it is a W. Oh, uh, and Celtics beat the Thunder today too. So, I don't care about them niggas, man. Y'all ain't gonna. Can can, can Kyrie make up his mind, Mister 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 Mixed Messages over there? I'm about to start. I'm I'm about to start calling Kyrie Mixed Messages, Kyrie. He probably won't, but that's cool. I'll just we a couple more months of him doing what he does, and then we'll deal with that when it happens. But. Yeah. That's besides the point. That's another episode for another day. Another episode for another day, man. All right, man. Well, let's wrap it up. We, we, yeah. I think we, I think we've I think we've said enough about the Ambient Bowl. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think we said probably said we probably said too much about the fucking Ambient Bowl. Quite honestly, yeah. But uh, before you go, man, plug your social media. Where can yeah. people follow you? You guys can All follow that me at Jujitsu J U T T J I T S U. All across Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all that good stuff. Um, you know, same old shit. Same shit that I talk about in here, but with more visual means instead of me talking shit. But, yeah. Yeah. Follow the kid. Yep. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to us rant and, you know, babble on about this uh, amazing game. Um, as always, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. If you haven't done so already, uh, go check out the episode that I dropped last night with Anthony Servino uh, from uh, the Fantasy Football Faceoff podcast. Uh, make sure you follow them as well. Fantasy Football Faceoff is available anywhere, iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever. Anywhere you can find podcasts, they're there. So check them out. Uh, make sure you listen to that episode. Um, I'll try to have this episode up before the night is over. Um, we'll see. I'm still a little tired from the Ambient Bowl, but I will definitely have this this game up before uh, I actually have this. Op- uh, I can't speak have this episode up before uh the night is over man as always i'd like to thank my brother jet for joining me on the show yep yep yeah uh, free, free 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 my nigga 21 Handy, free 20 man. free 21 savage of course um as always thank you guys for listening without you guys listening and supporting the show there is no podcast that will never get old i will never stop saying that thank you again for listening uh we're just two random guys from anywhere in america just talking sports and it boggles my mind that people actually listen and support us so uh, thank you for Hell listening. Yeah. Thank you for supporting, as always. Um, I hope you guys have a happy, safe, blessed week. We'll be back next week with another episode of the podcast. Until then, peace. Serious sir.
Thank you.